Hello, hello, and welcome to Millennial Notebook. My name is Stella. And my name is Emily. And here we talk about living life as a millennial in the modern age. Get comfy, grab your notebook, and let's enjoy the ride together. Hi, I hope you have been having a good week. How is everyone? How are you, Emily? I'm having a great time. How are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> You're doing all right. <laughs> I am all right. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so I am very excited for this episode because it last week I spilled my heart all over the keyboard and the microphone. And it was great. <laughs> Um, this is thoroughly entertaining. Thank you. <laughs> if I I have plenty of uh, funny stories for you guys, like although um, not a lot of my relationships have worked out, I have plenty of stories to make up for it. So we we should have story time next time. What do you think of of that one? Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, so we we should definitely do that for next time. But I will focus on you for this episode, my dearest, and we will yeah. talk about your relationship. So what I find the most interesting about your relationship is that um, you've been together with your boyfriend for several years now, right? Like even so, when we first yeah. when I first met you, you told me about how you were still in that relationship, and so by the time that we became friends, you were in a long distance relationship right yeah 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 so like what I want to be able to pick your brain at for this one is how the experience of a long distance relationship and how that has affected your relationship right and um Mm -hmm. all of the good things and bad things like tell me everything so before we dive into that, though, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your relationship situation? Like, where did it begin oh, yes. and how long well, has it been, etc.? cetera? Uh, so, my partner, Jonathan, uh, we met in high school, actually. We were high school sweethearts. Um, we met when I was 15. No, I was 16. I was 15. <laughs> mm. um, it was my... And how old year are you uh, I'm t- 20. Seven. <laughs> wow. So wow. eleven. It's been eleven and a half. That is years, insane. Yeah. So uh, and we're not married. Definitely not married. <laughs> um. But yeah, we met as teenagers. Um. I kind of coaxed him into the relationship by telling him I really liked Final Fantasy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, managed to tug at his heartstrings until he noticed me, and um, yeah, we just kind of went from there. Um. So we, we dated in high school for about three years. Well, we knew each other for about three years and for the rest of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2013, we both moved to Christchurch for university. Um, he was pretty chill on what to do. Um, he didn't really have too many plans of like what he wanted to study, but he was following what his brother wanted to do, which was engineering. So, mm-hmm. um, And it just happened to be that my dream school was here in Christchurch. So we kind of followed each other to uni. We were in the same dorm. We had rooms right next to each other, so we like we spent like a whole year uh, sleeping two people in a single bed, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> which was uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's very cozy, but mm-hmm. um, I mean we kind of we we made it work. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so and then we flatted together the following year, and then we got our own place in our third year uni. So. We were there for about three years together, mm-hmm. um, just the two of us in the house, and 
yeah, things were going pretty well. Um, and then I was pretty keen. He was finishing up his studies and um, the plan was that Jonathan was going to go on the jet program and um, my kind of option, only option to get to Japan was to do the working holiday visa. And um, I'm pretty impulsive <laughs> and I get really antsy about stuff, at least when I was younger. And uh, I kind of just did it. I just booked the tickets and I said, hey, I'm going to Japan. And I'll see you when I when you get there. <laughs> did you did you ask for his um, opinion on that before you? Um... No, I think he always knew that was my intention, but mm-hmm. um, I never have never really told him. But the reason that I actually booked the tickets was because he was gonna get there before me, um, and I was like, hell no, this has been my dream for years. Oh. So I like, I just um, I booked the tickets and went, but. Um, Unfortunately, Jonathan didn't get the jet program, so when I was over there, uh, there was no chance of him sort of joining me, and that's ultimately why I kind of came back to um, back to New Zealand a little bit earlier than I was expecting, but uh, um, all for a good reason, mm-hmm. which we can sort of go into. But uh, right. yeah, so I guess the big thing for our, I mean, we're still together obviously now, and um, we've sort of worked through some, some hardships, um, you know, health struggles, um, both physical, mental health struggles, um, financial struggles. We've both had, like, this is the first time this year that both of us have had full-time jobs. Mm. <laughs> so it's been a, been a it's been an up and down sort of time over the last 11 years. But um, I guess the main thing is kind of, like, when I was abroad, it's probably the, the biggest struggle that we've had when I was over in Japan and he was still here in New Zealand and we were trying to make things work and... Uh, yeah, I kind of talk about how to how to maintain and how not to maintain a relationship abroad. <laughs> right. So because there... it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and we will be focusing on that because I think that was. Would you say that was one of the biggest struggles that your relationship has ever experienced so far? Oh yeah, for sure. That the, that the almost, long distance. That almost threw us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like. Um, you're yeah. you're much would you say that you came out much stronger i mean you're still together and that's wonderful yeah no I, I think um there was a lot of experiences that i needed for me as a as a single person as well like i learned a lot about myself as an individual which yeah. um like i wouldn't take that away from anyone yeah. um especially when you've been in relationship through some of those really informative years when you've been a teenager and you've been at uni and you've been together it's um you do miss out on a little bit of development but at the same time, I don't know if I could have done the time at uni without him. Oh, you know? that's sweet. Like, he was kind of my rock through the whole thing. And, like, um, like we kind of grew up together and adulted together. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, was, which was nice. Yeah. I okay. don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So why don't we dive in then to that story? So I so I do know majority of what you went through at that time because I saw you struggle through it, actually. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being there. <laughs> of course. Like, I remember, I mean, I think because there was still a bit of time, right, before you uh, were about to go home. You still had a bit of time on your visa and with all of the... Uh, with everything that was happening with you, happening with your relationship, like you really had to make a decision. But okay, we will get to that part of the story. But first, um, so the struggles, right? Um, yeah. What particular struggle struggles did you experience when you, 
um, went abroad and then suddenly you are oceans apart and mm. you have a, you suddenly you had a time zone, right? Like, was that a four mm. hour time Yeah, so difference? it was three hours during the summer and four hours, no, four hours during the summer, three hours later in the year because um, of daylight savings, which Japan doesn't have, but New Zealand does. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> there was the odd, um, so four hours, uh, three or four hours ahead. New Zealand was three or four hours ahead of Japan. So there'd be a lot of time where I'd be going to bed at like um, three in the morning or something like that. And he was getting up for work at like eight <laughs> or, you know, maybe it was like four or I don't know. There's the odd really, really late night. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I'd go to bed at like 10, 11 and maybe he was out having a... Um, like a late Saturday night and he would call me at like two o'clock in the morning or something like that before he went to sleep. So, um, we kind of made it, we just made it work. Um, like it was pretty good. We could pretty much talk whenever, um, the time difference wasn't actually too bad to be fair. It was just sort of those late nights that, um, well, as soon as it got to like 11 o'clock, well, eight o'clock Japan time, it was kind of too late to give him a call or anything like that. So, um, <clears throat> There'd be things like that, but um, the time difference really, yeah, I didn't, I didn't find it too, too bad. Mm. But I mean, it's it's that physical distance, right? It's the right. not being able to see him, and I didn't see him for nine months, which is the longest we've ever been apart. Right. Um, prior to that, we'd never spent like more than three. Oh no, hang on. Prior to that was my first trip to Japan, which we'd spent two months, nine weeks apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just tricky, but um, I think that was probably one of the easier things because we could just sort of, with technology, you can just pick up the phone and talk. But yeah, um, which uh, yeah, it's that it's the physical physical void that you have that's uh that's trickier <laughs> for sure. So how would you how would you say that you dealt with that void? Um, I mean, I was really keen to uh, because I'd never really spent a lot of time on my own. Um, like entirely on my own and as an individual I I kind of developed a lot more female friendships when I was in Japan oh and, and that's ha- that's one of the reasons why we're super close exactly yeah because yeah. I I have I, I had girlfriends in high school but we kind of um because I had Jonathan it was it kind of it didn't ruin those relationships but I kind of pulled back off a lot of those relationships and like they're still I've still from that I have really good girlfriends but I've only got a few yeah um and from uni, I only have a few, in fact, I probably only have like two really good girlfriends from that um, time of my life. Yeah. And from Japan, I have maybe three or four um, really good relationships with people. So, um, like, I really tried to to fill the void with, with relationships in that regard and like friendships and, um, and tried to develop like as a bit of a coping mechanism <laughs> you know just have people to go and have a drink with or have um have breakfast with pancakes that was our go-to oh have yeah some pancakes. oh i love those pancakes um yeah like you just you you yeah fill the void i guess um i did do a lot of eating unfortunately and then i did a lot of sitting at home doing a lot of nothing <laughs> and watching tv there. but we have been there i know it's 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 tough you um I had good days and bad days some days I was like yeah I got this and some days I was just like I miss everything (laughs) what am I doing here (laughs) yeah 
that's just uh, I see. That's the territory, I guess. Yeah. Aside from the void, um, what were the other struggles that you faced? Um, I can imagine, um, like, uh, I mean, even with friends, right? Like, I've never been in a in a long distance relationship, a romantic one, but um, I experienced this with my friends, right? Like, just communication issues. Would you say that you've had those? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like. Uh, text messages or like I would info dump or I'd be having a bad day and um I mean this is a lot to do with me and not just the general thing but um you know I'd just have the odd bad day and I'd I'd really miss him and um it just kind of brought him down quite a bit because I would take all that out on him and um which is something I didn't realize I did until I kind of looked back on it and I was like, oh yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but, you know, because he would, because he for so long would was the person that I just talked to about everything. So like, but when you're constantly in a bad place and you're constantly putting that on one person, it, it really puts a lot of strain on the, the relationship. So we had a lot of communication issues and um, like, I, it's, it's hard to avoid that sort of stuff. But, for sure. And obviously you can only talk through a phone and or through a video chat, which which is better now than it was, I don't know, 20 years ago. But, um, yeah, it just, it just creates some issues. Mm. Um, yeah, like you say, there's only so much you can do through a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. So. What was, uh, prior to um, having to be physically separated for a while, what was your primary way of um, communicating? Like, just hanging out in person? Uh, yeah, I mean, we just, we lived together, so we were pretty much oh, together. So that's such a well, huge not... shift then. Yeah, and it, when we'd lived together since the second year of uni, so we'd probably lived together about, well, I mean, if you want to count our first year of uni, we were pretty much living together as well. Wow. Um, it had been six years or something living together, so, um, and obviously high school as well, which we spent a lot of time together. So we were just... I mean, realistically, we're, we're just best friends. We just, we enjoy each other's company. And um, I think there's a lot of nonverbal communication mm-hmm. that, you know, we are probably, um, we're not like sexual physical, but like, you know, just physical comfort, right? Of just yeah. having someone else in the room. We do a lot of, um, you know, he'll watch TV and I'll play games on the oh, Switch. Yeah. Or he'll be playing games and I'll be watching TV on my phone. That's really or nice, isn't it's just it? like, yeah, or like if we're here in the office like he'll be playing games and i'll be doing work in here and it's just nice to be in the same room and have that comfort right um and i think there was a lot of that that was just it was like a passive form of 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 comfort and in physical contact but um i guess when that's stripped away it's um you miss it you miss it a lot he really struggled in the beginning right um but i was having a blast obviously because i was in japan um Exactly. I was I was filling up my time with uh, with with meetups and meeting new people and so many new experiences and and hanging out with um, me and hanging out with you obviously. <laughs> so I I tried to fill that gap as much as possible, but there was a point where it all started to it got a bit much. I think and mm. he was getting better at being on his own, and I was getting worse at being on my own, which is quite oh um, quite interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Like I, yeah. I think I have a feeling where this is going because I remember your stories. Like, uh, <laughs> is this related mm. to like? And I hear about um this issue all the time, right? Like I have had friends who went through long distance and uh, long distance relationships. Like, there's always temptation there, right? When oh yeah. When your partner I mean, is far away, like, would you say yeah. like uh what you were touching on a while ago was this is to some degree related to this um a little bit i mean things were getting bad for him because um he founded some new friends in the place he was living um you know he had a job so he had a little bit more income um he was kind of getting used to the single life a little bit and like meeting new people Quote, not unquote, like, single not this, life. <laughs> yeah not not that maybe more like a bachelor life where it's like he wasn't single but yeah he had that freedom to kind of like do what he wanted when he wanted and yeah. there was no me holding him back sort of thing um so i think he got a little bit more um more of a party goer which made me quite mad because he's really not a party person he went to parties <laughs> that's so funny i didn't know that i know he would he would like go out and like do a party. lot more drinking that's, and stuff i can't imagine and, like, that like i've seen him right like uh at least as no, far as i can see he's not a party person so i was really i think that upset me the most because i'm always like yeah let's go out let's go play pool or let's go um clubbing and stuff like that and he's never he's never really shown an interest in it um mm. but more now nowadays but i mean we do it very infrequently mm-hmm. but um you party oh 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 yeah i love me some good clubbing did you know oh, right. our, our, we went our, uh, we went to parties together we did pre-pandemic we, we missed that life <laughs> you're like what life what parties yeah i know um yeah so i guess through that there is a bit of temptation um I I just kind of didn't really think of my trip in that regard. Like I didn't look at people in that in that way because I I was just emotionally not available. I've never been emotionally available, um, except to other to one other person. So, um, I I will say there was was one guy mm-hmm. who was a Mexican dude. Was he Mexican? Yeah, he was Mexican American. Um, he was really nice, and I think he was hitting on me. But before I realized, he was hitting on me. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of flirting with him without <gasps> realizing I was flirting with him. Ooh. Yeah. And I and then I realized what was going on. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so I basically were at this event. Oh, my God. And I just went, I'm going to... Like, it clicked. Because I didn't even... I was just like, yeah, this guy's really nice. So we were just having a conversation. It was like the second time we'd met up. Mm-hmm. And um, then I just... And I'm like, uh, I'm just going to go grab another drink. And I just, Disappeared. I just ignored <laughs> him severely. I just, like, cut him out of my oh life. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Um, uh, tips on no text messages nothing Shit. i just was like i'm out of here i'm sorry so if you're curious by the way like let me just plug mm. that in like if you're curious uh on how to escape a conversation <laughs> that you're uh, that you want to escape we have had we have shared our tips on episode two surviving oh, yes, social situations do. as an introvert so go listen to yep. that one if you're curious on how emily smoothly does it as she was uh, able to do in this situation yeah except i was probably a few drinks in at that point yeah and i think it was still pretty smooth because i think you tried to text me later on and i'm just like oh sorry yes yeah we just draw i just dropped a conversation oh, I was like, gosh, no way. So funny. but it was this it was this really awkward moment of like he was he was giving me the eyes the eyes yeah you know, i was just eyes. like oh shit what have i got myself into because <laughs> you know i i think i am a naturally both jonathan and i are very naturally um quite flirtatious but we don't um what does that mean can you explain that to me we're 
we're kind of like the people to jab each other, you know. But how is that you know, flirting? Like, well, it's kind of like a, it's both physical and uh, it's sort of like a detrimental thing where you're like, it, it's, I don't want to say it's like flirting with abuse. It's not abuse. It's like a, sometimes it's like a, a poke in the arm sort of thing it's or like it's teasing. like a, a teasing, yeah, or like a jab in the, being all like, oh yeah. Is that but. supposed to be flirting? It it is. It's a type of flirting. It's really? a very um I think it's a very British way of uh it comes from a British That's flirting? Yeah, it's kind of like you just dig at each other and you just like make Aww. fun of each other. And that's um What if So yeah, I just tend to be kind of a bit more of a like a naturally flirty, funny kind of person. <laughs> this is so funny because I, like, I yeah. I have <laughs> friends who are like this, but I don't think they're flirting. Uh it can come off as flirting. It's mm. it re- it's a communication thing. Some people get it. Some All people right. don't. All right. Um, it's a bit of like a brother sisterly love. I see. Okay. Um, so All right. It's it's right. Anyways, it's just yeah. linking to anyway, that though. Like, I think uh, it was <laughs> it was something along those lines. Were, were you tempted though? Like, do you did you oh, would you I... say it was an actual temptation or did you just catch yourself being naturally fr- flirtatious as you labeled yourself or were you actually like oh I think I was like I'm actually attracted to this guy but I'm in a relationship oh. and therefore we're in the danger zone like which one is it yeah I think it was the second one where it was like if I wasn't in a relationship this that could have led to something mm-hmm. um if I'd let it but yeah I don't know like single me is like I mean you could have but like realistically it's like I don't think I could even live with my myself you know um <laughs> it's just so funny because like Jonah is such a he's how do you say like um he has he has light hair and this guy you were talking about that tempted you that the the temptress the he was short he was dark hair right Mexican dark hair and darker skin you're so funny he he was a guitarist too he was was really into the guitar but musicians uh, really have that charm don't they yeah I was pretty lucky that I could easily slip out of that one so but yeah that was uh yeah (laughs) I told Jonathan about it too, and he, he laughed his head off. Um, uh, so, did he laugh it off at that time when he told him, or was he like upset? I don't know if I, I don't know when I told him. It, it didn't, it didn't really occur to me till like a little bit later. Okay. That I kind of avoided a situation that could be too badly. <laughs> oh, so okay, so like it really, it wasn't anything bad. It was just like it was just a split second of for like, sure, oh for shoot, sure. this is this person thinks of me in a way that I did not intend them to think of me in that way. You know. So, okay, I have a question. Kind of like slip out. <laughs> um, with these things, do you think it's important to communicate it with your partner that this happened, even though no cheating ha- had happened, right? Like, mm, do you think yeah. it's important that oh, by the way, this kind of kind of flirting thing kind of happened but i wasn't aware of it like should you be as open as possible or like oh yeah as soon i mean yeah you, you, jonathan and okay. i've always been super open about communication okay. and stuff like do you that. think that, always... that's helped yeah i think so i think we've been pretty honest about the whole situation and as much as it did cause ten- not that particular situation but other things um did co- cause a bit of tension it was um it's better to it's better it's all out the table you know because you can't move on from it if you're holding secrets back and things like that. So, okay. 
you know, I, I think I told him in a funny way. I was like, oh, so I was at this event and I accidentally led this guy on and Jonathan laughed. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. He knows, he knows I probably didn't mean it. Yeah. Because, um, like, nothing I, came of it. <laughs> I can, like, I'm trying to imagine, right? Like, if what if you didn't mention it? And, like, if it, like, the ugly thing popped up its ugly head later on in the relationship, like, even though it wasn't anything serious or it wasn't anything big, the fact that it wasn't mentioned could make it, feel much bigger than it actually is right yeah exactly okay that makes sense exactly that makes sense yeah it could just lead to a, a shit show later on you know that makes sense so. okay so emily yeah. recommends like a full disclosure no matter how small yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah it, it must have been hard for you though like how did you cope with it aside from like so you mentioned you hung out with new friends went out yeah. to drink did a lot of yep. activities anything else um yeah, I mean, I tried just not to think about it. Um, I mean, it got really difficult when, obviously, he wasn't going to be in Japan with me. So it was kind of a point of like, oh, he'll be here in April sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, assuming everything goes wrong, right. If it's not April, it'll be August. But um, that none of that was going to happen. So it was just kind of, it kind of got to a point where there was no sure thing that he was going to join me in Japan. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's when things got really tough. It was like, well, what's, you know, obviously I had a goal of, of getting a freelance job um, or a job <laughs> in Japan um, so that I could get the visa, so I could continue to be there. And yeah. if I had a job, obviously Jonathan could join me pretty easily because we'd be financially okay at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but when those things just sort of unraveled, it was a lot of things on top of a lot of things. It just... Um, yeah, just like you're just kind of like, oh, when's the next time I'm gonna see you? You know, yeah. like when, and you just sort of, it, it makes it really tough. You know, you haven't got something to look forward to. You don't have a date to look forward to. You don't have like a concrete time that you'll see each other mm-hmm. again. So I think, I think that's really important to set the time, uh, or set a timeline, or a date or something or. Um, they come over for I don't know a two-week visit or something something like that you know like having having a date in which you'll see each other again like a concrete date then I think that's really important to have Um, because I think without that you just kind of lose you just lose touch with each other you know what I mean yeah yeah I do hear about that often that um it's very important to set like a I mean, it doesn't have to be like the 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 the, the final timeline, right? But like, just for mm. example, set a time of like, okay, we're gonna see each other at the end of this year, and then work toward that. You know, so yeah. I see. So the timeline, you feel? Do you feel like the timeline setting that timeline helped with um, some of the patches, the rough patches that that you experienced? I mean, we didn't really have a timeline until I decided that, yeah, I'm, I'm coming home. I see. Um, there was really no set date and when we'd see each other again. So mm. it was just, yeah, I think that was something that we should have. Um, I mean, so many things come into that, right? Yeah. We, it's just the financials of it and everything. And um, yeah, just it wasn't the best planned trip let's say that <laughs> then again you did mention that it was a, a spontaneous trip right it was so... yeah yeah i kind of just jumped on a plane yeah <laughs> then you know it worked it worked out so tell us about like that whole experience like uh did you feel like so despite the struggles that you went through would you say there were any good things that came out of it 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like, our relationship's obviously really strong. I mean, there were some rough patches when I came home, you know, trying to sort of piece everything back together, being back in the same, like, place, like, living together again. Um, like, there was just so many pieces to kind of pick up, <laughs> in mm-hmm. a way. Um, but I think in the end, we're, like... Ultimately, I made the decision to to come home and, and to repair our relationship because I felt like that was really important and um, it was something worth fixing or repairing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's had some good effects to our relationship. And like, I think for me, I kind of, I ultimately, I did a bit of traveling while I was over there, but um, I have sort of found that if I travel again, I just, I don't want to do it on my own. I really want to share that experience with someone yeah like I don't really want to do any more solo travel I want to um because it's really it's like the thing that sucks the most when I came home was um I'd have all these stories from Japan I'd be like this one time when I was in Japan you know you become that person and no one wants to hear it so it ends up becoming a a lost story or a lost um a lost adventure Mm -hmm. because you can't really talk about it without sounding like because no one cares. <laughs> Let's be honest. You you go home and, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, the last nine months you've been traveling around, but I've been working my nine to five and nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that was the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there was a lot of benefits. I sort of, yeah, I made obviously really good friends. I met you, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I had lots of girl, girl time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um. I hadn't really had a lot of girl time in my life because I tend to gravitate towards dudes. I have three older brothers, so I have more of a tendency in that direction. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I liked, uh, I liked our partying. I liked our... Um, had a few really good trips with some girlfriends. Um, just lots of coffee dates. Yeah. Um, shopping was always good fun. So yeah, it was just that sort of stuff that was really good. And obviously you're on your own time, so you could kind of... You know, you could do things on your own time and you didn't have to check with anyone. And yeah, it was good. It was some good stuff. I see. Would, yeah. Like uh, if you had to do it all over again, would you have um, still gone through the situation where you were apart? Or would you like have structured it in a way where you would have never been apart? If you I could don't do know. It, you? I... I... I think if I were to do it again, I mean, to be fair, there was a pandemic, so I kind of dodged that bullet. <laughs> yeah. If I if I were to do it again, I mean, there's two things, right? There's Jonathan not getting the JET program, which he should have, but it was stupid health stuff. Um, I would have pushed harder for him to get something so he could join me, or if he didn't get it, have the funds to be able to go on the working holiday visa and join me. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should have just waited till we were both ready to go on the working holiday visa and I probably could have saved a lot more money. Mm. <laughs> then we both could have done the working holiday visa and then we both could have been there at the same time. So, um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, if you live in regret, you're not gonna... That is true. Like, regretting the past is not something I like to do because the past is the past and it's already happened and you grow from mistakes and and um it's all a big learning curve so Mm -hmm. um I mean probably could have done things smarter or different but um yeah I mean it is what it is and yeah 
Okay. This, so yeah. <laughs> now that you've mentioned that, like, uh, what what do you think um, would have made it a much easier process? Like, what would have been a smarter way or a better way to have um, made that whole situation better? Now that you've gone through the, this experience, maybe you can give some advice to people who are going through it to perhaps maybe um, avoid some of the mistakes or what you feel like were mistakes that you had when you were going through it i think it's really easy to i think the thing that i made the mistake of is i i was kind of beating him up over stuff that's not his fault you know like things weren't going my way or things weren't going right in japan and it would be a lot of complaining to him Mm -hmm. um which when you're already separated and things are already kind of tight and you know you're in a bit of thin ice when you when your whole conversation is complaining or being upset or um if you rely a lot on the other person for that kind of emotional help Mm -hmm. and they're not there to console you it's it really will deter like it just it'll ruin the relationship Mm -hmm. because you already have such uh limited chemistry when you're away that any kind of bad or negative like it's there's nothing wrong with complaining every now and then but when it was kind of getting to the point where every phone call was a complaint or every phone call I just wasn't happy or something wasn't right Mm -hmm. um and it just really strained the relationship instead of thinking of all the positive things I was going through Mm -hmm. um and it that says a lot about how my mental state was as well it really was kind of falling to pieces (laughs) (laughs) this is another story um yeah but it's it's yeah you kind of it's it's really hard I guess when you relied on that person a lot for like to cons like to console you in the past and mm-hmm. they can't really do that over the phone anymore yeah so um but I did have really good friends and that that was really helpful to her like sort of talk to them about my struggles there was a few people that understood and there's a few people that probably didn't have like um the same sort of first-hand experiences but um you know having that group of girlfriends to complain to <laughs> was also really good sort of spread the load between all of them um right. but yeah i um just focusing on the positives as well mm. like there's a lot of good things about living abroad and um that alone time i spent a lot of time walking mm-hmm. around like the streets of japan yeah um near my neighborhood um there were two starbucks <laughs> within like a 20 minute walk wow. so <laughs> i would walk to either which one every now and then <laughs> um yeah which is good fun so yeah uh, and maybe like uh setting a timeline as well right like you said you weren't yeah able to do, i and then yeah i would have a date in which you go home or they come to you mm-hmm. or a certain date in which you're going to see each other again because that gives you something to look forward to something to plan something to um something to see each other again Mm -hmm. and that that I mean once I had that because I had like a month before I had to come yeah I had a month before my plane ticket um or before my plane home yeah um once we said it but um that was really good to have because it's like I need to see you in a week I need to see you in two weeks or whatever it was so and that made a difference too Okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, I see. So, tell us about 
your current situation then? How long has it been since um you Ooh. went through that long distance relationship and how is how are you two? We're good surviving um, that. We're actually in a long distance relationship at the moment. Again. Okay, Believe wait, wait. So just for time <laughs> for a timeline, how long has it been since you came home from Japan? So I came home like August September 2019. Mm. Then literally a few months before the pandemic. How lucky was that decision? <laughs> I like, know. That was such a good decision. I am so lucky. Um, I've had friends that were not so lucky. Um, yeah. December we moved into this place together. Um, and we've been here two years. That was 2019. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, about two and a bit years now. Um, and we've been in this place and it's really, really good. Um, we've kind of been through some, some different financial situations. I was studying, he was working, um, I was working, he was studying, (laughs) (laughs) um, and he finally got a proper, uh, proper job. So he was doing like a lot of hospitality stuff before. And, Mm. um, once he graduated with his first degree, um, so with his new study, he's now a qualified teacher. So he got a job um, about two and a bit hours. Um, actually, it's probably like two and a half hours out of Christchurch. Um, so he's working down in Tamuka and a little country school. And he's um, there on the weekdays and then he comes home on the weekends. Mm. So it's the it's very, it's not ideal. I don't love it. <laughs> um we do really like each other's company, but the thing this time is that we know we're going to see each other in a week or two weeks. Mm. Um, and then we make the most of it, like, because we have two incomes now, we can make the most of it. We go out for date nights. Um, we like make sure we spend the most of our time together and, um, it makes you really appreciate the company as well. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a better long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, any long distance relationship kind of has its 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 downfalls, but yeah, um, we've done it once. This is a much better situation, so That's good. I have full faith things will be good this year. And he has a job, so yay! <laughs> Having a job in, yeah. during the pandemic is always a good thing. Um, yeah, even if you don't, like I hope you're all, all right and surviving this difficult time that we're going through, but. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. to ha- know that he has a job and that you have a job and, you know. Life's good. Make- yeah, Life is good. that's great. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a question. So Go for it. Now that you are, so you've been in such a long relationship with him. Have you ever, like, considered, because I, I have heard, so I, I was, I just finished a conversation with a, another friend um, the other day about how he has had like a like a very long relationship and so at some point like when i think on, on their fourth year mark and he hasn't de- he hasn't really dated a lot before that so there was like a kind of what he was wondering like how how he was wondering how life would be if he had dated other people right Mm. and i think like uh my sister went through the same thing i think it's a pretty common experience like how about you like Mm. people especially for people who have been like especially serial monogamists Mm. um like uh there's always this feeling that well not always some people have that feeling where maybe 
they could meet someone else, but they never got to explore it. Do you think you've had that feeling before, or were you I mean, so yeah, sure? I mean, yeah, I think we've both had that sort of like wonder of like what would um like the casual arrangement would be like. Yeah. You know, with, like we've kind of both been in there. Like, I wonder what that's like. Um, you know, it it, it comes across your mind a lot, but mm-hmm. I think ultimately the thing that we just both really enjoy each other's company. So like we found the other person that really makes us enjoy life Aww, and like so enjoy sweet. doing stuff together. Like what would we really give that up for a maybe, mm-hmm. you know, would we give that up for a, a fling, a right. fling here and there? Or like, is that we, we may never find someone like that again. Would you give all that up for right for a maybe? Like I think we're both like I don't want to, I don't want to give that up. <laughs> yeah, so, that, and I'm glad that both of yeah. you reached that conclusion right before yeah. uh, you hit a turn where you could never really go back, right? Because some people, you know, make mistakes and then they can never really get it back, right? So it's great that. Perhaps both mm. of you reached a, a similar conclusion and were able to maintain your relationship all throughout those years and even throughout all of that yeah. long distance. Yeah, I think we're just both. I think we're just both happy with each other. That's great. So I don't really see the point in in, in mixing it up. <laughs> don't fix what's not broke, right? <laughs> and the curiosity isn't that isn't strong enough for it to be something that you. It is, but I mean, we've both like. I mean, we both have gone, We, I mean, we've only ever been with each other. Like, literally both of us have only ever been with each other. So, for us, it's we're both curious of, like, what's it like with other people? Mm-hmm. But I think we both are so comfortable with each other that the thought of it makes us really uncomfortable. Really? <laughs> and so... They're just like, ew, no, I don't like that idea. <laughs> so, that's why you're not open to, like, a, an open relationship also, right? Nah, yeah, I don't know. I think we'd both just find it really weird. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I mean, maybe maybe threesomes one day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me all of, all about that next time if you decide. To <laughs> Whenever that happens, I'll let you know. Until uh, <laughs> now, that's uh, that's uh... <laughs> so that <laughs> We're that desperate just. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Mm. Like I remember, um, before you decided to go back to New Zealand, um, you were at a cross point, and you were thinking like, how much, how much do I want to keep this relationship so much that, um, I'm willing to forego the little time that I have left here in Japan just to sal- be able to salvage it, right? Like I think you had that mm. decision, and yeah. ultimately, like two years has it been? Two years, three years later. And maybe that decision was great, right? Like it, it worked out. Like it, yeah. it made your relationship stronger, and now you're even more prepared for this long dis, like the work week long distance thing that you're experiencing now. Experiencing now. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's prepared us quite well. I think yeah. we've um, I think we've both reconsidered the future a little bit i was i'm a little bit less selfish now <laughs> oh i wouldn't say so, you were selfish i don't think i was selfish in, in deciding to go yeah but, um like i mean i think everyone regardless of whether or not you're in a relationship you should always consider yourself first for sure but i think now i consider things as a team more so mm-hmm. because 
um, I mean, this decision for him to take a job out in Tamuka, that was like a no-brainer. He had to take it um, because getting onto the job letter is so hard when you're a graduate. Like the first job's so important, but once he's got that first job, he can kind of move back to the city and we can um, reconvene. But we're just like, we're looking at options. If he wants to stay out there, maybe I can move to Tamuka for a bit. Ooh. Like we're looking at housing now and we're kind of getting a bit more adultish. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, we've both been like, what if we just go to Dubai and like know, <laughs> do a, do a year of like teaching and make bank and then they, they could afford us a house. <laughs> That's um, nice. I don't know. There's like, we just kind of like think of weird things. Um, we've got really good friends who are thinking of moving to Canada. So we might go oh. to Canada with them. Um, That's nice. Always jobs there. I don't know. I don't know. Just kind of keeping things open that's great what's what's next who knows yeah we might end up in japan hopefully we're going to be there at the end of this year with um at least for a holiday so um, i hope border, the that. borders open soon actually like uh yeah our borders are opening june or july really? I think, officially mm. yeah wow um so we're going through just to put context and timeline mm-hmm. uh we're going through our big omicron phase now so we're now well <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay. so we're at two thousand cases a day now, oh, which so is the most cases we've was the most cases we've ever had. Mm. Um we we just like every day is a new record basically. <laughs> um oh, so we're just kinda going we're all boosted. Most of New Zealand is boosted now. Great. Um kids have at least had their first shots. Um we have got a protest in Wellington, but they're all idiots, so it's fine. Oh, no. We can all I don't, know, uh, I don't really care much about them, to be fair. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so fingers crossed in six months' time we'll kind of be COVID, um, not COVID-free, but we're living with COVID, and mm. uh, then we can travel and get COVID yeah, from somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> Japan is still kind of pretty closed off right now, and so yeah, like, I haven't I seen my family in more than two yeah. years now because yeah. um, back home, like, uh, it's it's one of the countries that is on the restricted list, so you, I can't mm. go directly. Um, it's too risky, so I really do yeah. hope things uh, start to open soon so that we can go back. Like, traveling is one of my biggest pleasures in life and now that yeah, was know. taken away i'm just like what do i do with my life now <laughs> kidding yeah <laughs> just kidding but yeah like i yeah. and i and so that we can see you and we can take photos and dish out more content where there are two of us <laughs> oh my god we could do japan vlogs i know oh my goodness hopefully when you come you here i'm do. still living here um i hope so yeah I, yeah you better stick around for a little bit while well, you don't have to but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah don't work yourself too hard you too baby girl <laughs> all right thank you so much for sharing your story with us and for giving us lovely tips on how to survive a long distance relationship and perhaps like giving our listeners a perspective of what it could be in the possible struggles that you will uh, maybe go ha- uh, have to go through if you're going through a long distance relationship um yeah yeah and i'm so glad that you made it out stronger so have yeah. hope friends long distance yes. does not have to spell out the end of a relationship it could be no um a, re- a very wonderful way to strengthen your la- relationship and the love between you two right exactly i agree yay there's, there's always a way through the end yes <laughs> yay thank you so much and we hope 
everyone um, that you enjoyed that episode and if you enjoyed uh, our relationship talk let us know in the comments um, we would love a review if you enjoyed this this podcast please give us a five star rating if you love Ooh, us yes, please. yeah and um, <laughs> let us know if you want more relationship talks because we would be very happy to speak more about um, our experiences because Emily and I have very distinct experiences very polar opposite <laughs> experiences so let us know in the comments we'd be very happy to uh, entertain you some more oh, yes. <laughs> alright thank you so much and we hope you have a great week ahead thank you awesome see ya see you